I've been living in Malawi for almost two years. I don't miss surfing. I don't miss diving. I don't miss the mountains. Of course, I miss my family and friends. But other than them, like things that I like to do, the biggest thing that I miss, it sounds like pathetic, but the thing that I miss is speaking. <laughs> like saying my ideas, speaking at Bible studies, speaking at groups, speaking at churches, or just even getting coffee like with a friend um, and talking about what, what I'm learning or what's going on in the, in the last week or month or, or months or years even. Um, I really miss that. I told a really good friend of mine that I wanted to start a podcast and she said, um, do people still do podcasts? And that's kind of something that I wanted to hear because honestly, this podcast or whatever this is called is really just for me. It's really like an audience for none. Um, it sounds crazy. And so this space is just really for me to voice what I'm learning or, or thinking, okay, next week I'm going to speak about this topic. And then for the whole week, I'm haunted by this idea. Like everything I read, I, I read articles online or even like fiction books that I read. I look at it in the lens of that idea. You see, I love like learning about things. But one thing that I need to do is I need to say what I'm learning. Otherwise I go crazy or otherwise I just get stagnant and I get I lose the excitement of growing and learning and discovering and finding aha moments. Like when I find something for myself, that's an aha moment. Like I am on the top of the world. Like I feel so high not like I've ever gotten high before, but um, <laughs> yeah, welcome to my podcast. Um, but I love discovering things. Like I love just learning things that God is teaching me. Like God is literally in everything, like everything. Okay, this first, I guess this first three episodes is going to be a, a part, one, two, and three. Um, the first part is called light. The second part is called love. And the third part is called life. So part one, light. In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Okay, so commentary. Quote, light is not itself a substance, but is a condition or state of matter. Light was electric. If on the day electricity and mag magnetism were generated and the laws given which create and control them, we have in them the most powerful and active energies of the past and of all times. End quote. Back then, they viewed this light source as maybe the actual sun. But nonetheless, they believed and understood that this sun or this light source held everything together. Without it, there was no life. With it, there is life. Today, okay, today, science has given us a wonderful discovery of what that source might actually be. All right, so our bodies, they are made out of cells. Cells are made out of atoms. And atoms are made out of subatomic particles, like electrons. Scientists say things like electrons are the glue and the strings that hold everything together. If there was no electrons or, or if all of a sudden electrons stopped working, the entire universe will close like a book. But, but also, that's never going to happen because when they look at the life of an electron, the life of an electron is basically infinite. 
It's insane the discoveries that they have made about this electron. Scientists would claim that electrons are past, present, and future all at the same time. So atoms make up everything. The, our bodies, the sky, the sun, the, the buildings that you see, the, the uh, things that are man-made, things that are nature, everything is held together by atoms, right? And, and electrons hold together atoms. Okay, so what really gets me excited is how the scientists have to explain how these electrons and subatomic particles work, okay? This gets me so excited. So, I'm so weird. In order to understand what really goes on in the subatomic level, we need to forget common sense and what is known and actually use our imagination in order to understand the science of which holds up the entire universe. Because there isn't any language to describe these anomalies of what goes on. Like the electrons, is, it's impossible to describe what's going on in our language because there is nothing like it. Scientists have to use comparisons with other stories and other things. They compare electrons with, with little bouncy balls or little waves, and they try to describe what's going on by using comparisons to things that we know. You know, in the Greek, in Greek, the word for comparison is, I don't really know how to say it, but pravoli. That's also the Greek word where we get the word parable. Yeah, okay. Scientists need to use parables in order to describe the indescribable. I mean, Jesus had to teach us about the kingdom of heaven, and there was no language to describe the anomalies of the kingdom of heaven. So what type of figure of speech did Jesus use? He used parables. <laughs> okay, parables is going to be more in the second episode when I talk about love and belonging. But okay, back, back to... Um, these electrons. Okay, so here are some descriptions, okay, of what scientists, how would scientists describe these subatomic particles, how they describe these electrons, okay? It sounds like this. It's kind of like when a ball bounces and then appears millions of miles away at the same time, but you don't know the route that, of how it got there because it took every route possible and actually it didn't travel at all. It just appeared. Like it just bypassed space and time altogether. Like it went from point A to point B, not on a time spectrum. And at the same time it was traveling to point A to point B, it was also traveling in the opposite direction. But, it, but, but it's hard to explain because these things can't be measured by time. There, there is no past, present, or future. There is only now. Actually, the past, present, and the future are all happening, all at the same time right now. And all these particles, all these electrons, like throughout the entire universe are connected and entangled to one another. They actually communicate to each other. And, they, and that communication travels faster than the speed of light. But even the speed of light is too slow because they travel on a different scale, different spectrum. They're, they are on different dimensions than, than we can ever comprehend. Oh, and by the way, you, you can't actually observe these particles in their true state because as soon as they realize that someone is watching, they tend to do something completely different. Just imagine the particles that hold your body together could also at one point be holding together Saturn, 
who also could at one point be holding together your great-great-great-grandmother. And at the same time, it was holding together your great-great-great-grandmother a few hundred years ago. It was also holding together the trees that you see right now outside in front of you. Yeah, so that's some explanations or descriptions of how they used. Of course, I had to change um, some things so I don't sound like I'm like plagiarizing. I don't know what the whatever. But there's no language how to explain this energy. And it makes no sense. It sounds like nonsense, but it is what holds the universe together. There is something that is powerful going on here. Uh, When God said, let there be light, I think he unleashed these electrons. And like the commentary in Genesis, when God said, let there be light, it was a magnetic force or energy. I believe that with all my heart, that God unleashed this force that is the sustainer and the creator of all things. In his voice, there was creation. And if you look at creation at the very subatomic level that holds everything together, you will find these electrons. You will find actual energy, vibrating light that holds everything together. Jesus says this, I am the light of the world. In the scriptures, we are told of the supremacy of Jesus as the son of God. It says, the son is the image of the invincible God. The the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things are held together. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Scripture says that in him, he holds all things together and everything was created by him. He is the sustainer of all things, the visible and the invincible. This is so, so powerful. When you look at it in the lens that everything, God is in everything. His voice is still vibrating in everything, that every direction that you look, no matter what situation you are in, there is his light. You might not see it, but it's there. In the beginning, God spoke. And when you speak, there is a vibration that is sent out. Like put your hand up to your throat, you feel a vibration. In the beginning, God spoke and he said, let there be light. And there was vibrations that were sent out into the universe. Today, that vibration, that voice, that sound, that electric force that he sent out is vibrating in your being. God is amongst us, starting at the smallest, most subatomic particle of electron. God is amongst us. His voice is still vibrating in our beings and his voice is still creating. If you look at the universe, it is expanding so fast, faster than the speed of light. Like millions of light years a day is added to our universe. So here's the thing though, no matter how powerful and how crazy this light is, this energy source, no matter how powerful this thing is that science proves, this isn't just God. God is not just 
seen in these electrons or this light. That is just a piece of who God is. That's just God's voice. There's so much more to God. God cannot be named. That's why it says when Moses said, God, who, who are you? God said, I am, because he is all things. You can't describe him with a name or with a thing or with a force or an energy. He's in all things. The power that created and sustains and continues to create all things came to earth in a form of a human whose character can be summed up in one word, which is love. In the next episode, I will be talking about this dangerous word called love.